Hello everyone and welcome to HealthQuest 2.0. My name is Jacob. And my name is Kayla. And, and we are your co-hosts co taking, taking you on a HealthQuest. Health Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health. Live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. Welcome back to another episode of HealthQuest 2.0, everyone. We've covered quite a bit of broader topics so far, and now we're really going to start going deep down the rabbit hole, as they say. Uh, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a big one, and that's sugar. How it affects health, why it's important to know the consequences, strategies to start removing it, and some ideas for replacement sweets. So let's just get started. You know, I think we're all pretty familiar with sugar. And honestly, at one point in my life, you could have said that I was almost intimate with it. Uh, it's everywhere we go and nearly everything we eat, and it just keeps us coming back for more and more. It's one of the top cravings around the world, and it's because our biology sets us up to be attracted to sweet things. Back in our hunter-gatherer days, coming across something sweet was pretty rare. Maybe there were like berries or honey, but definitely no candies and gummy worms. And so what that usually meant was that there was an abundance of calories nearby, and so our brains learned to recognize these sweet tastes as something that we need to survive. Without them, our cells think that they're starving. So I just want to preface this all by saying I totally understand that a lot of people listening to this have a love-hate relationship with sugar. It's just part of our biology, and once you're hooked, you're hooked. Most of us know that sugar is generally bad for us, but in this podcast, we're going to break it down a little more. So as soon as your body starts to digest sugar, your body is prompted to rapidly create the hormone insulin. And you can think of insulin as sort of the key which unlocks our cells to allow sugar to enter into them. It binds to the sugars so that cells can store and use that energy. And so as our blood sugar levels rise by eating more sugar, more and more insulin gets produced. And once the cells get full of all that sugar and energy, that extra sugar that we consume starts getting converted into fat for storage. So when you think about this, and then you pull the statistic that Americans are eating on average 152 pounds of sugar every single year, it's quite apparent that sugar consumption is a problem, especially in the long term. Repeatedly consuming sugar and in large quantities causes your insulin to spike and deal with more than it's desi designed to handle. And so that's gonna lead to something that we call insulin resistance. And that's when things start to go south. So to make up the less effective insulin, our pancreas makes more and more. So you just get caught up in this vicious cycle of feeling hungry, having all these sugar cravings, and constantly raising your blood sugar levels, which leads to a whole host of other health problems like obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, stuff that you really just don't want to mess with. It's really, really important and serious stuff to keep your sugar consumption in check if you're pursuing optimal health. That's really great stuff and information about sugar, Jacob. And it's important to know that sugar really is in all sorts of processed foods, even tomato sauce and canned foods, the foods that you wouldn't think contain sugar, do contain sugar. I can't believe as a kid how much sugar I used to consume. It's crazy to read labels on chips and tomato sauce, and they have sugar. So it's not just 
the sugar that we're adding to our coffee or the sugar that we're adding to our tea. It's the sugar that's in foods that we're eating. And, and like you said, they're sugar is causing a lot of our health problems and inflammation in the body. It's also important to note that sugar comes in many different names. So, you know, we see that sugar is an ingredient to certain processed foods, but there's also names for sugar such as brown sugar and sucrose, corn syrup, and the list goes on. And a common sweetener, especially in the U.S., is called high fructose corn syrup, and it's produced from corn starch. It consists of both fructose and glucose, and high fructose corn syrup has been shown to drive inflammation, which is associated with an increased risk of diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and even cancers. And a lot of your kids' snacks are filled with high fructose corn syrup. So don't get hung up on just looking for the word sugar. Look for various other sweet sugar additives that are um, hiding, that are <laughs> hiding and added to your processed foods. And it's important to note that sugar is addictive. Sugar activates the brain's um, reward system and keeps us coming back for more. So Jacob, do you want to share a little bit more about how sugar is addicting to us? Yeah, absolutely. First, I just want to mention that I think kids really do have it the worst. I mean, all the marketing targets children uh, with all the bright colors and all that craziness. Um, and it's really easy to just after like breakfast, get full on all those sugar needs. I mean, you have a bowl of cereal and then juice and there's like a hundred grams of sugar right there and you don't realize it. Um, so that's pretty scary. And you're absolutely right. Sugar is very addicting. There have been studies where scientists took MRI images of the brains of people consuming sugar and then they compared them to other highly addictive drugs like cocaine. Um, and what they found was that the exact same pleasure centers in the brain light up when you're consuming both. So I think what the science actually shows now is that we're eight times more likely to get addicted to sugar than cocaine. And so that's pretty, that's pretty huge. That's pretty scary. And it just alters our brain chemistry over time to make us want to crave more and more and more. So the urge for our next sweet fix starts coming more frequently and in larger quantities. And then like any other drug, it comes with scary side effects, as we've mentioned. Not being able to fit in your clothes is gonna be the least of your problems with heavy sugar consumption, and that's very unfortunate. But like with any kind of drug addiction, harming our bodies and compromising our health doesn't really matter much in the moment when we're face to face with the aggressor, like in this case with sugar, like a donut or a cake or any type of sweet. So that's why we've got to make it really easy to choose alternative options um, and really, really stretch our willpower to help us detox from this drug, this sugar drug. Yeah, that's really good stuff. So let's start talking about how to eat less sugar because it's everywhere. It's at our fingertips, it's in every aisle down the grocery store, and it's in your kids' faces. Um, one of the things that I, I want to talk about, but I won't get too much into, is like Jacob said, sugar is targeted to our kids because, I mean, our TV commercials, the U.S. is the only country that doesn't regulate 
our commercials and we are seeing that these food companies are targeting your kids and making them reach for those sugary cereals and wanting all that kind of food. So the first thing you can do to help yourself and your kids and your family and friends to stop eating so much sugar is first, it's important to read labels of what you're buying, especially if you're buying boxed, canned, or jar food. And then another method that you guys can use is something we've talked about before, it's crowding out. And this would mean that instead of reaching for sugary foods, you're gonna eat whole foods like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And by doing this, you're allowing yourself to eat um, nutritious foods and you won't be, you'll be full and you won't be reaching for those cookies and Snickers bars. And lastly, another great tip I would recommend is keeping some sweet natural snacks in your house. I love berries. Um, I think they're super nutritious and I always have berries in the house, maybe some honey that you can add to your tea. Just sweet things that are, are natural in their natural form and don't have that added sugar. Uh, what about you, Jacob? What are some tips that you would recommend? Yeah, I just have three that I'd like to share that I think are really, really monumental. The first one is to cut the soda and all the sugary drinks. Soda and sweetened beverages are the biggest source of sugar in the American diet. So it's super, super important that you just stop doing that or find some alternatives. But before you go that route, I actually challenge you guys to start looking at the label of each drink that you have and figure out how many teaspoons of sugar you're having each day. And then multiply that number by 365 and convert to pounds. And then see where you line up with the average of 152 pounds each year. So that's just going to give you a really good estimate on where you're at and where you might want to head in the future. So if you're consuming a large amount of sugar from beverages, it's really just a good idea to cut those out completely. I think if you were to cut out all the sugary drinks and sweetened beverages, except for those that are naturally occurring, I think your health could take a whole 360 change. So stick to water, coffee, herbal tea, and then sweeten those as you wish with honey or you know stevia is okay or some other natural sweeteners and that's really all you need. So it might not be an easy transition at first. I know it definitely wasn't for me. It took a lot of uh, nagging and support from the people around me, but it was so well worth it in the end. My second tip is to again, just kind of limit your sugar-laden treats. I think a better way to think about it, as Kayla mentioned, is to crowd them out. So instead of a uh, sweet cereal in the morning, try some oatmeal or scrambled eggs. When you want to reach for a muffin, cake, or cookies, just head to the, the cleaner stuff like the fruit and berries. And then just do some research on sugar-free or low-sugar replacements for all your favorite foods. It's really easy to just go on Google and type in sugar-free whatever it is that you're looking for. There's tons of recipes out there uh, and everybody thinks like no sugar is like it doesn't taste good, but there are ways to make foods taste good without sweeteners. And my last tip is just be aware of hidden sugars. Kayla mentioned this a lot. Sugar is everywhere and in places where you would least expect it, like salad dressings, ketchup is full of it. Um, it's really you'd be surprised to know where it can be found. So just start reading the labels on everything and see 
where sugar sneaks in. Anything that's labeled low-fat, fat-free, or gluten-free tends to have those items removed and replaced with sugar to make them palatable. Your best bet is just to stick with real food, simple ingredients, you can cook your own meals, and that way you can control exactly what's going on and going into the food that you're eating, which is including the sugar. So those are my big three tips, and I think if you just kind of incorporate some of these and what Kayla mentioned as well, you'll be well on your way to cutting out the sugar from your diet and experiencing the health benefits. Those are some great tips, Jacob. Now, remember that sugar is addictive and it is hiding in all of our processed foods. So don't forget to check the labels on what you're eating. And remember that everything we put in our bodies is a choice and what we eat is either getting us closer to health or closer to disease. So that's going to do it for today's episode. We hope that we helped you learn a little bit more about sugar and the reasons to avoid sugar and ways you can avoid sugar. So as always, thanks for tuning in. We hope you found this episode insightful and informative. Don't forget, check us out on Instagram at healthquest2.0. And next time you're in the kitchen, remember, no need to add sugar. You're already sweet enough. Have a blessed day, everyone.